Due to this pandemic, we saw the flourishing of plantitos and plantitas defined as a social media jargon used to describe people who find joy and fulfillment in planting and gardening. Well, I just thought about plants because the gospel today mentioned about fig trees. I was curious to research a little more about it. A fig tree is expected to bear fruit beginning two years old, but some can take as long as six years to reach the right maturity. Once mature, a fig tree can yield fruits once to twice per year and can continue to produce for decades. To enable it to produce fruit, it would need the following. Fertilizer, a good amount of nitrogen, but not too much. One to one and a half inches of water each week, either from irrigation or rain. Its fruit is how a fig tree creates seeds. If the fig tree is not old enough to produce seeds, it will not also produce fruit. No seeds, no fruit. Prolific fig trees will bear two crops of fruit each year. The first crop appears in spring, between March to May, and the next crop, the late figs, ripen into the late summer, between June to August. So, let's put this info aside for a while and now read the verses from Luke chapter 13, verses 6 to 9. And he, Jesus, told them this parable. There was once a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard, and when he came in search of fruit on it, he found none. He said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. Cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. Having some basic information about fig trees now, we can see why Jesus in this parable mentioned the frustration of the orchard owner when he found the fig tree still fruitless after three years of maturity. Some gospel commentaries mention that in the Old Testament, the fig tree represented Israel, and the cursing of the fig is thus symbolically directed against the Jews who have not accepted Jesus as king. Another verse which I would like to reflect on is the question, why should it exhaust the soil? Just like the fig tree, am I merely existing, occupying a space, but not making any impact nor difference in the world around me? Do you believe that God has given us individual gifts and talents, and these include people under our care? During this Lent, it might be a worthy exercise to write them down. What are you doing with all these gifts and talents? At the end of this earthly life, 
I believe we need to give an account of what we have done to them. Done of them. Are they in a much better condition than when we first received them? As Christians, we are expected to bear the fruit of the Spirit. Those enumerated in Galatians 5, love, joy, peace, etc. If these fruit are not manifested in our lives, should we be cut down? As the Gospel reminds us, we ought to repent and turn from our unbelief, our stubbornness. Apparently, the Jewish leadership was not manifesting the fruit of the Spirit, nor the fruit of repentance. They were a fig tree with no figs. One might say, Nung nagsabog ang Diyos ng talento, absent ako eh. Or, Oh, I'm just a simple person with hardly a talent. Oh, I'm just a plain housewife, a lowly employee, a mere member of community or society. Is this really fair to our Creator, who has wonderfully and fearfully made us? In His own image and likeness, He has created us. Think about it. Am I merely exhausting the soil, or am I bearing fruit? For the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for creating each of us and bestowing on us different gifts, different talents. I thank you for giving me many opportunities to bear fruit by actively serving others in my family, my communities, my church, by being able to speak and listen to you through daily prayers the daily masses, and the sacraments of reconciliation and Eucharist, by being an instrument to stand for your truth, righteousness, and justice, by learning to live your ways of loving and forgiving, by witnessing to your love and mercy that others may be led to know and follow your Son, Jesus Christ. Father of all creation, Please guide me in all my thoughts, words, and actions that I may give my all to further your kingdom here on earth. Mama Mary, pray for us and lead us always to the ways of your Son, Jesus. Amen.